Property, in, especially in developments, it's a relationship business, isn't it? Important to keep that relationship throughout the whole development, even towards the end of the site. So that's what we try to do here at White Box, with everything we do, really. And that's what we're going to try and get through on these podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Property Developers Secrets podcast with myself, Lloyd Girardi. And myself, Andy Cook. And today we're talking about lenders uh, and why it's very important to have a good relationship with your lender um, or your broker. Um, but yeah, specifically a lender because we went up to uh, see Roma Finance on Friday just gone uh, of the episode recording. Um, yeah, we went up and saw a lender. We got, got invited up there actually, didn't we, to go and talk to their team about what developers have to go through before it hits uh, the lender's desk. So they had a bit of empathy with developers, um, but we also looked inside their sort of processes as well. So it was a bit of a, a two-edged sword, really. So we saw how they uh, were working, and they also saw how we worked before the case got to them. So, yeah, the importance of lenders and a relationship with them, really. Yeah, I think... Um Property, in, especially in developments, it's a relationship business, isn't it? In every aspect of it, the relationship that you have with, in the early days, the vendor and the vendor's agent. Um, it's with all of the team you have. It's with the, the team, the, the private invest, investors and finance, but also development finance. And as you say, that um, we've got a very, very good um, relationship with Roma right from our early days, 2015. I think we did an episode on it, didn't we, where we yeah. explained all that, so we won't go into all that again. But they backed us in a working-class area up north to grow our portfolio in those early days, and we had about eight bridging loans in November 2015, um, and they backed us when others probably wouldn't have. Later on, we, re- we found out that they weren't actually that big at the time, and by them backing us and pushing us forward, it helped them grow their loan book a lot. So, you know, it helped both parties out, didn't it? And I suppose that reinforced um, a bit of a different relationship right from day one, didn't it? We were working with the founder and MD of the company, yeah. and we've grown that relationship with him. He's a personal friend of ours now. You know, he supports our mastermind very closely, along with his sort of head underwriters and staff. So he's to reciprocate that whenever he gets new staff he asks us to go and like give them you know white box them give them the white box way i suppose and um sort of show them it from our point of view as you said so yeah that came about from a conversation i had with him a few weeks ago and he asked if we would sort of go and speak to his new starters and there was quite a lot of them because they've been growing quite rapidly and um yeah, I taunted him a little bit and said, well, if we're going to come up, then, um, you know, maybe we can do it alongside the cricket because the Ashes is on. There was an old traffic yep. test in Manchester where they're based. So he pulled the strings, didn't he? And as a, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so thank you, Scott. Yeah, no, thank you. So, yeah, he pulled the strings. So we went up and spent our time training his team like our part of the bargain was. You know, they took us out on a night out and whatever. And, but mainly, you know, they, they got us some... The very last tickets, because I saw the the thing when I was on the phone to him. There's only like two or three left, and um, he bought us a nice corporate package at the at the cricket at Old Trafford for the Ashes for England Australia, and it was the penultimate test. So the last but one, well, the the last but one test in the series on the penultimate day of the test, set up for literally could have been the best day of cricket of your life. Unfortunately, it rained. <laughs> yeah, we we got to see two and a half hours of cricket, which yeah. was all right. It just wasn't as exciting as we thought it was going to be. But, so we, no, we, we, we had the corporate be, package, didn't we? Yeah, we built the yeah. cricket up to be just an amazing day, uh, which was good to watch. But actually, the day was even better anyway. Yeah. We saw some old cricket legends. Yeah, um, met with them. I, I must say, Glenn McGrath is 
huge on McGrath. Monster, isn't he? Yeah. Much bigger than I ever thought he, he was. He is yeah. huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw this big... big bloke in like, the corporate area and I was like, bloody hell, look at that. Oh, that's Graham McGrath. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah. But, I mean, anyone's big from down there where you are, aren't they? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Even the stumps I stood next to and they were too big. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that. But we're going to concentrate on the Friday. So the Friday was the day we went up to them. Uh, we actually came from different places, didn't we? Because I was at Centre Parts of the family. Yep. You came up from down here. We met there. Um, and we yeah, we spent the day with their staff. And any time that you get that opportunity to sort of cross over like that, and like you said at the start, learn from each other, that we reflect on it afterwards. And we took a lot out of that day as much as they took out yep. on us, didn't it? So, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think that was really good. But yeah, let's talk through what you know, how the format happened and what they expected of it. Do you want to... Yeah, so the whole um, sort of talk, I suppose, is about helping their staff understand what a developer has to go through before um, the case hits their desk, basically. So Scott said that in the past they might have sort of looked at a site and dismissed it straight away um, without actually getting to know what the developer is all about, who the developer is. Um, So they wanted to basically, well, they love to lend, hashtag love to lend is their little saying. Um, so they've got to understand the, the case a bit more. So what Scott has asked, uh, asked us to do is basically talk to his staff and explain basically what, what it takes to become a developer and how we got to where it is. So the talk was mainly about how we find sites, the emotion of finding sites, the fact that we have to go through 100 sites uh, initially to find. We have to analyze 30. We offer on 10 just to get that one offer um, accepted. And I suppose the staff have even commented afterwards. They said they didn't actually know and realise that we have to go through that. They just thought we found a plot of land that we like. We would put an offer on it and we win it. Um, they didn't realise how emotionally emotionally attached we get to that site. Um, so they appreciated it that actually when they make that decision whether to lend against it or not, that's a big thing in a developer's world. So they appreciate that the developer's gone through a lot there. So yeah, we mainly went through that. We talked about basically how to analyze a deal, how to value the site, how we offer what we offer, the contingencies we go through, the profit margin we go through, um, everything that we have to think about become as to buy a plot of land. Um, and yeah, they, they really, really bought into it. They A few of them said they want to come on the course. Um, but yeah, they really loved it, really enjoyed kind of the, the talk. And we also enjoyed delivering it as well. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things I saw, because... They had people from every department, didn't they? Some people had only actually been with the company for a month, which is obviously their new starters or whatever. Some had been there a bit longer and they you know, they really understood the culture. There were some managers. Um, but they were from every department, from the initial contact, the underwriters, the there was even people from the collections team, you know. So yep. if things start going a bit wrong or you know, or or even if when the deals come to the end of their cycle and they're you know, looking to t- cycle the money out of it and put it into the next deals from every angle of it and all of them got the um you know the relationship bit and they all basically said that you know i think we're going to pick up the phone earlier rather than just do it on email or you know even just have the broker bringing a deal to us where there's chinese whispers the deal the deal's not portrayed in the right way you know we're going to have that relationship with the brokers where we can you know get to the actual borrower and have that conversation to really understand it from their point of view right from the start. Yeah, They really understood it much more like that, didn't they? But like you said, we really enjoyed it. We reflected on it afterwards. And, you know, we love the culture that they've managed to create in Roma. We've always liked the culture in Roma. It's, you know, it's a very different place to other lenders. But um, 
we liked the way that even the people who had only been there a month really bought into the culture, didn't they? Yeah. So it's made us reflect on how we're going to, you know, um, you know, speak within white box and get people, you know, to, to work on the culture. And we've got it. We've got a strong culture. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we learn from every ex- uh, experience like that, don't you? Yeah. And what I liked about their team is they've got each other's backs. Like they know whose role is what. Um, and they know that they'll pass that on to the right people that the next stage in the process of lending goes to the next person they, they understand uh, the chain it goes through um, and I think they respect each other from from what we saw um, but yeah it looked uh, it looked pretty cool yeah yeah good um, but yeah just really it was a reflection on that day I think you know that they got a lot out of it the people they lend to will get a lot out of it we got a lot out of it there so really it's just that relationship in business yeah. You know, obviously that's an, uh, that's a specific example, but just be open to those kind of, you know, it's a bit like a golf day, isn't it? You go on a golf day, you you meet a lot of people from different businesses and, you know, you people say business is always done on a golf course and it kind of is, but it doesn't mean you're walking down, shaking hands, signing deals. No. It's the relationship you build with those people on those days. So then when a specific thing comes up later, you've got that contact and you've, you know, you've gone below below surface level and you, you get to know each other a little bit. You have a bit of fun together, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what that weekend was for me. Like, it's easier not to do that sometimes. It's easy to be too busy, but actually to take space and time out of it, you gain so much more. It's like a step up in your business, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's it's, um, it's key to take those days out. It's key to reflect, but it is relationship building. Um and obviously the, the title of this webinar, or webinar, we've been doing a few webinars recently. The title of this podcast is about the importance of keeping a relationship with a lender um, or broker. And I think those days are key. But the idea of relationships with lenders over time is that you're on development sites, um, whether it's a relationship right at the beginning, like we've sort of helped uh, create at the start. Um, it's important to keep that relationship throughout the whole development even towards the end of the site so if things aren't going to plan like like some developments don't go to plan in terms of time scales and you overrun by two three months you've got to let the lender know um there's nothing worse than a lender finding out the day before um the the, the lending um is due to be paid back um if the if the lender knows about two or three months before that look there's a slight issue on site, but this is how we're working through it. It might take a little bit longer to complete, so maybe a month, two months. The lender's happy with that, okay? They're, they just want their money back. They're not going to be saying, right, we want the money back now. Um, they're going to work with you, okay? There might be a couple of extension fees, which is which is fine, but um, they've got to work with you and to get their money back as well. So there's no, like I said, there's no, there's no point basically telling them um, the day before the lender's coming back because they'll be in the dark and be like, well, this is this is not right. We need to have that money when there's no contingency. So yeah, you've got to work with them. Hmm, definitely. Okay. Um, anything else you want to go through? Um, no, I think just keep up that relationship. Like mm-hmm. relationships, it's huge. And it's not just with lenders. It's with your planning consultants. It's a relationship with your architects. It's a relationship with your solicitors. It's a relationship with your um, construction team, your project manager, your QS. You know, like, as you said at the beginning of the podcast, it is a relationship business and the one time that you ruin a relationship with someone they've forgotten it like they're not forgotten it, but they've they've probably dismissed you now for future deals um future references so don't try and just get a quick win for the sake of getting a quick win um and ruin a relationship build the relationship up uh, keep on with like 
that rapport building um, and development's a lot easier when you can work alongside people that are with you. Definitely, definitely. So that's what we try to do here at White Box with everything we do really and that's what we're going to try and get through on these podcasts. So thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thank you. See you again next week.